Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine Patreoners like Robert Berry. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode negative 087B. Stop. Look. Listen. Just a little bit of boy Sitting on my papa's knee I still remember Every word my papa said to me Now boy, if you ever meet A better woman walking down the street You better stop real still Look both ways Listen, yeah, you get in trouble What's that song all about? Stop Look, Listen was the B-side of Don't Turn Your Back on Me, Babe. It was the last song recorded with Rory Wood in the band, and Mike Sheridan left a few months later. It was originally recorded by Rick Nelson on September 17, 1964, and released on his album Spotlight on Rick on November 23, 1964. It was also covered by Bill Haley and the Comets in 1965 and Elvis Presley in 66. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. Back in the early 90s, I recorded a song for my 1994 album, Pastor of Muppets. And the song was called Love is an Ulcer Creating Living Hell. Push back to Michael Bolton's piece of crap, Love is a Wonderful Thing. One of the lines in the chorus of the song was, Love is an Ulcer Creating Living Hell. It turns your Star Trek IV into Star Trek V. Last week, we had a really great song for Mike Sheridan's lot. It was catchy, it was fun to listen to, it didn't sound like a copy of the Beatles or the Four Seasons or like they were goofing around. It was just pure pop perfection. And then we get the B-side, which I hate this song. Star Trek Four was a perfect movie. And then we get Star Trek Five, which was a big disappointment. And that's what we have here. Last week's song, that was Star Trek IV. This week's song is Star Trek V. I just never liked songs like this. This raunchy, noisy, messy kind of just a screaming, yelling rock song. That harmonica. <laughs> can't stand that harmonica that screaming squealing harmonica it just i hate it i don't like it and the vocals where they're just rough yelling and grungied up and songs like this never did it for me even the early beatles stuff where john passably plays a harmonica i always think you know that song would be much better without that harmonica and i'm not anti-harmonica Plenty of good songs with a harmonica in them. Working for a Living has a kick-ass harmonica solo. But this one, I hate it. I tried. I tried to give it a bunch of chances. I kept listening to it, and I just hated it. I was looking for anything good in it, and the only good part that I came up with was the opening.
you don't know where it's going to go. Is this going to go into something spooky and kind of fun and silly? Is it going to be kind of moody and, and something like that? No, it just explodes into a bunch of noise. When I, was just a little I despise this song. Well, Grandpa, I'm sorry <laughs> that we're not doing Guy Lombardo and his Canadians this week. We could. Or Sammy K, where you can swing and sway. I love their version of Hut Sut song. I've always liked the Freddie Martin version, though, which is a lot more lively in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. I did not like this as much as I liked the A side. Yeah. Which, uh, it's a B side, so I'll forgive it. <laughs> I love the harmonica part. I listened to the Ricky Nelson version of this to see if it was just a straight copy. <laughs> It pretty much is, except for the harmonica. Also checked out the Elvis version. When I was a little bitty boy Sitting on my papa's knee I still remember Every word my papa said to me Now boy, if you ever meet A pretty woman walking down the street You better stop real still Look both ways Listen Oh, you get in trouble He does it for the movie Spin Out in 1966 The good thing about YouTube Is that you can find Elvis's singing parts from movies without ever having to watch an <laughs> Elvis movie. That has organ in it, even though in the movie scene, you just got some chick with a Beatles haircut playing drums and you got mm. a bass and a guitar and Elvis pretending to play his as well. Everybody's pretending. Yeah, so that's not a slight against Elvis, but with no organ in it, even though the organ is prominent throughout the entire song. <laughs> Nobody on stage is playing a freaking organ. The whole reason I did that, of course, was to see if anybody was playing harmonica, because as soon as I found out there was an Elvis version, I was going, oh, did Mike Sheridan's lot copy the harmonica from Elvis? And nope, they did not. This song came out the same year, I believe, 66. Yeah, the Mike Sheridan one came out January 66. Yeah, so he's a lot closer to the Ricky Nelson version. The shouting parts and all that, that's in every version of the song. I figured, yeah. Yeah. And I like that part. It's just that you've heard one song like that, and unless you really do something amazing with it, it's just, okay, that's a good song. Not great. It's just okay. And honestly, I would say that about the Ricky Nelson version, too. It's... It's there, it's okay, but uh, it's not Hello, Mary Lou. <laughs> the Elvis one's actually the best one, to tell you the truth, because he actually puts a lot of effort into it, which he didn't do much in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. He, did, he didn't put a lot of effort into things until he started kind of doing country rock towards the end of his life, because he started going, hey, I like doing this. Finally, I'm allowed to do what I like. And that's when you get in the ghetto and suspicious minds and... Mm -hmm. 
stuff you can be proud of late in your career. Yeah, and Kentucky Rain and Burn and Love, Promised Land. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff then. Unfortunately, Mike Sheridan's lot, or Mike Sheridan, the Night Riders, whatever you wanted to call them. <laughs> yeah, they really didn't have much more of a chance. There is a CD, I believe. That's where all this stuff is up on YouTube. As I found, some of them aren't that expensive, especially the one this is off of. Especially since the A-side is great. And, you know, if you can find it, might as well buy it. But this was... About it, except for one more song when Jeff Lynn joined with him. Yeah, Roy left after this, and about a couple of months later, after Roy left, Mike Sheridan left. So, they're no longer Mike Sheridan and the Knight Riders, but the Knight Riders will still continue on, or limp along anyway. Yeah, the Ricky Nelson version is okay. It didn't rub my nerves as much as the Mike Sheridan one, but it was alright. It does kind of fill in some gaps. I think me... Like most people, Ricky Nelson kind of, or Rick Nelson at the time, disappears after Hello, Mary Lou. And then there's a big hole in the hitsography. And as far as the rest of the world is concerned, 12, 11 years later, it's Garden Party. It is kind of interesting to hear well, what happened between those years when the Beatles and all the British bands were taken over and Ricky Nelson had just kind of vanished into the background, even though he was still recording and making albums, which this is an album track. I don't think I saw it as a single, so the Knight Riders are digging into albums for songs and destroying them. That's all I really have for this one, and so the Knight Riders in, not with a bang, but a whimper. Yeah, I'm blaming Eric on this one for why I hated it. I thought last week we finished the Knight Riders on a high note, building to this wonderful song. And I was going to, that's where we're going to end it for the Knight Riders, and we'll go on to the move and the idol race, because I'm antsy to get to those. But then when Sensen said, hey, it's got a B-side, you know. So, uh, all right. It messes up the numbering, which is why this is 87B. All right. <laughs> well, it's just one more song. We'll do it. And and we did it. Get to, and that's kind of how I feel. It's just one more song. We'll yeah. do it. Things were going great. Oh, this wonderful moment. And then disappointment, which yeah. is something I'm sure when Sensen's wife goes through a lot. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. When Roy left, hmm. was that a big disappointment to you? Well, I can remember it well. Roy used to live in a place called the Midway in Birmingham. And I was driving, he came in and got, got, got in the van. He says, uh, he says uh, I always call, I know Roy as Rick. If I go, hi, Rick. He knows it's me. We used to call him Ricky Rocky Roy. Oh, right. And he used to call me Mick. It was Rick and Mick. And uh, he got in the van and he said, Mick, I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm leaving the van. And I says, oh. I said, why? He says, uh, well, forming another band. Uh, there's other members of Birmingham bands and that. I says, oh, well, how long has this been going on? Really kind of. He's been doing this behind our back side of the job. And he says, we're going to be called The Move. I says, The Move? What? The Move? What a stupid <laughs> move. Yes, because we're all moving. I said, oh, great. So he said, so I'm going to leave. And I, he, I think he gives a couple of weeks' notice. And he left. And I said to the lads, uh, I'm going to go with you. I think I'm going to leave. I left. So I left.
Well, hello, this is Dr. Troy, and I got something to say, so listen tight, please. Stop in the name of love. Look before you leap. Listen to the music and cry. Sorry, I couldn't resist listening to the latest episode of the podcast, and I just had to put that one in there. This week's song, not bad for a B-side. In fact, I like it a little better than the A-side. It sounds like they are really having fun in the studio with this one. And it kind of reminds me of a little bit Barbara Ann by the Beat Boys, but it reminds me even more of Double Shot of My Baby's Love by the Swinging Medallions, one of those great one-hit wonders from the mid-60s. Now, I know it's not like they were in the studio having a party and someone pressed the record button. There was obviously some structure to those songs and to this one. But it really sounds like they're having a good time. I'd like to know what they imbibed before the session. But man, this song has so much good stuff in it. I love the way it starts out with the slow piano and the drum going back and forth. And then it kicks off and it doesn't stop. The backing vocals are just incredible, and I have been consistent about saying how much I love the backing vocals on the Knight Rider songs. Well, this time it takes the cake. I mean, I love the hey, hey, hey during the verse, and I love the keyboard and the little bit of a keyboard solo that happens in the middle, and how the singers just never get off the beat. They're right in there, and they get right back into it. So yeah, not bad for a B-side. And now, I gotta call my girlfriend, whose name is Sherry. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I'll talk to you next week. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Join our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELOpod or use PayPal with the podcast's email or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932 Superior, Arizona, 85173. Next week, episode negative 086, Green Onions.